Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Giving Cunt, the little podcast that could. I'm Fatas. And I'm Dilza. Before we dive into the topic for this episode, uh, Dilza, how you doing? I've been looking good, I've been feeling nice, working on my own. <laughs> I'm in my SZA era. <laughs> Please, a little SZA for the cunties. Ooh, are you gonna lie this episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about that one. I actually uh, found out a couple of days ago through Reels that she's been caught lying many, many times about random things that nobody <laughs> cares about. And it's like, why are you doing this? Um, I think first she lied about uh, never having owned a TV while fully posting pictures with TVs all over her house. (laughs) And it's like, who are you trying to convince? But then she lied about her age. She said something about being born in 1991 or something. And then she also said that she dated Drake back in the day when they weren't famous. Mm -hmm. And the fans did the math and they're like, one thing I can do is add. (laughs) And what Suzai is saying is not adding up. So then she changed the uh, birth date. She was like, I was actually born in 1989 and named a whole album after that year. And it's like, how far is this lie gonna go? (laughs) Giving Maddie vibes. We didn't know how old Maddie was for a very long time. Jesus Christ, though. Like, and in the age of, like, smartphones, nonetheless. I know. They can find your home. Exactly. (laughs) Like, this is... You're not only on the yellow pages anymore. (laughs) Like, you're everywhere. Your digital footprint? My God. I think she also tried to lie about having a degree as a marine biologist and it's like who's gonna believe that marine biologist, <laughs> yeah it's then? so specific <laughs> <laughs> oh my god jesus yeah. christ it's like girl you get a hobby get a job write some songs and stick to it don't mm. be lying what do you mean pathological lying is a hobby um, but yeah, other than deep diving on what Suza is lying to us about, <laughs> um, based on what I just rambled about, you can guess that I've had a lot of free time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> As a graduated psychologist. Yes, and a jobless one. And that. <laughs> oh God. So yeah, I've been spending a lot of time uh, on my phone mostly. I haven't even watched shows or anything mm-hmm. just doom scrolling just doom scrolling it's so oh, when i realized how much time i've spent on my phone the past two weeks i feel ashamed because <laughs> i haven't even done anything worth my while it's just playing uh candy crush like the karen i am <laughs> <laughs> or Basically just scrolling on Instagram, Pinterest, texting, calling, that's it. And I had a moment of realization last night. I was like, what the fuck? I've been spending a lot of time on my phone. I need to do something productive. But I think my brain just gave up on me at this point. <laughs> oh my god. It deserves a break after it what, does. Like the prep you went through for like yeah. your thesis and everything. Yeah. It's like that can be intense. <laughs> So yeah, don't don't beat yourself too much uh, over it. But yeah, in case this um, 
wasn't obvious at this point. We were talking about um, the epidemic before the pandemic. So basically everyone's obsession with uh, their smartphones. So over the past decade, or I don't know, when did the first iPhone come out? I don't know, whatever. Uh, everyone... I have no idea, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to kind of re- remember when this whole thing started. Maybe 2010, maybe? Yeah, I think... I have no idea, I didn't research this. Yeah, yeah, but um, I remember my first smartphone, uh, or like... Yeah, my first smartphone was probably 2010, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Like, not just a touchscreen phone, because I used to have like this... uh, I don't know whether it was a HTC... A HTC, (laughs) or like this other kind of phone, but I don't think it had internet. Uh, no, I remember those. They were yeah. basically just there looking pretty, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they didn't have anything. Yeah, that... basically like the uh, new generation of flip phones, you yeah. know, like with a larger screen, but not really, no 3G at the time. No. Did we start at 3G or was it 1G, 2G, 3G? <laughs> and I now think we're we started at 3G. <laughs> really? IT girlies, please <laughs> let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know in the comments. Um, but yeah, it, I don't really remember much before that, uh, but, um, this era, like, being attached to the hip, literally, with your smartphones, uh, is not necessarily bad, per se, if you know how to manage it, because phones have become things that you no longer use just for communication, right? So one of the things that I do with my phone is um, calculations, because I suck at math, um, <laughs> listen to music, yeah. And like simple calculations as well. Um, Nine first... plus 11. <laughs> <laughs> my God. <laughs> the way I had to d- uh, deduct the one from the 11, add it to the nine, just to see, this is what... This is one of the problems. But um, I listen to music uh, on my phone. I've downloaded books, like poems and crap like that. (laughs) A writer. (laughs) Crap like that. A writer. But yeah, we watch movies. We play video games with our phones. Um, Cameras are getting better and better, so you can memorialize different uh, events and occasions. And I think most importantly you can participate in social media you know that's what makes phones so addicting the fact that they're portals into this world that isn't tangible unless you're on your phone yeah and yeah it's not to say that smartphones haven't you know done good things for society like it's a love-hate relationship at this point. <laughs> Honestly, no, but it's so convenient to basically like handle transactions on your phone or see how much you're walking or in places where the earthquakes happen. I think most, most recently in Turkey, uh, they were able to locate uh, people from their phones, you know, like because every phone has this... Uh, tracking thing or whatever then you can actually find where they are or you can like ring them and based on now that's actually a good thing (laughs) yeah yeah that is really good like that's literally saving lives but uh this is like in dire circumstances uh but for everyday use 
I do believe like it's sort of it's sucking your soul. Yeah, it really yeah. Is. By the way, now that you mentioned uh, the part where we can count how many steps we walk each day, I had a period like maybe two years ago or something. Uh, where I would be obsessed with how much steps a day I made. <laughs> If I didn't pass at least 17k, I would be... 17k? Yeah, I was insane. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was manic when I tell you. <laughs> This one time I, I, I went as far as getting 24k steps a day. Jesus. Daddy long legs. <laughs> <laughs> Did this coincide with the time when you had abs, Missy? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back crop top season. Bring back my abs. <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, but I think the creepiest thing I wanted to add to what mm. you were saying, I think one of the creepiest things I've noticed and I've read about is that actually there are apps where you can track your children's dental hygiene. Jesus. Yeah, because there's like toothbrushes with Bluetooth on them. Oh my God. And based on the moves of the toothbrush, they can track how many times a day the children use the toothbrush, how long, how many minutes they brush their teeth. And that's insane. That's, that's over wild. the top. You can just go to the bathroom and check on your child and be like, hey, you, I don't know, brush your teeth for 20 <laughs> minutes, but... <laughs> No, but that's that, so creepy. But that that's also data, mm -hmm. you know, data that could be sold to companies that sell toothbrushes. Yeah, yeah. But this is wild. Like, what what is left as uh, as your role as a parent? Like, you're relying on a Bluetooth, on Alexa. <laughs> Bluetooth toothbrush to basically do the parenting for you instead of just going to the bathroom, letting your kid know that, dude, you're doing it wrong. Like, yeah. unless you want to get cavities and, you know, look like yeah. uh, grandma. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just brush your teeth properly. I don't know. That's kind of That's wild. over the top. Yeah, that is needless in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, and we're not just talking out of our ass here, because there was a study done by researchers at the University of Waterloo, uh, and it was published in the journal called Computers and Human Behavior, that basically researched how smartphone use is affected by uh, different thinking types. So intuitive types, intuitive people, uh, much like myself, rely on smartphones for restaurant suggestions, simple calculations, basically not extending any effort into anything, yeah. these things, you know, because we don't deem them as important, although they might be, you know, yeah. in the long run. Uh, and whereas you have analytical thinkers that basically second guess Uh, most of these uh, issues and they dive deeper instead of just uh, taking things uh, in stride. Not not in stride, but basically just accepting things as they are or getting the first answer. So basically what you're saying is that analytical thinkers second guess uh, what the smartphone offers uh, them, yeah, as yeah. in like uh, restaurant suggestions and mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. So they do part of the work they do yeah 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 oh, so basically okay. instead of going with the first five-star restaurant you get as a ah. result mm -hmm. you go through several you read customer reviews you do this that um, I'm guessing it just involves more work yeah that intuitive thinkers don't really want to bother with yeah. you know 
And yeah, one of the researchers uh, done, uh, that did the study basically said that uh, their research provides support for an association between heavy smartphone use and lowered intelligence. And now, whether smartphones actually decrease intelligence um, is still an open question that requires future research. But um, I can say for myself, I do not know a single phone number apart from mine. Like, not even my sisters, my dads, yeah. my closest friends. If I ever get lost, that's it for me. <laughs> yeah, and like when I think back in like elementary school when I had the most basic like Siemens phone yeah. like, um, with the orange screen, whatever, <laughs> I used to remember everyone's phone number. Like, uh, I would be able to call anyone like by, by heart, but yeah. I don't know. What... That's gone. Yeah. I think because um, I read about it. Uh, obviously, we needed to repair. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, I read about how smartphones uh, affect cognition. Mm -hmm. um, and apart from what I read before filming this, before recording this, I also have done in-depth research on my thesis that involved a lot of. Um, researchers that were interested in how um, smartphones affect our mental health, etc. So, with all that was said until now, I think we can all agree that smartphones are like, at this point in time, 2023, <laughs> they're an integral part of our lives. I don't think that a um, person living in 2023 would live the same if they had used like a flip phone or something else mm -hmm. it's everywhere use it for everything but that doesn't mean that it doesn't affect our lives negatively and our brains mm -hmm. as you said there's no uh direct connection between uh lowered cognitive functioning and smartphone use but as with everything else um excessive use can be harm harmful mm -hmm. especially for children because you know their brains aren't developed yet it's yeah, different yeah. um and they're more they're more um you know it's likely that they get more influenced than the adults using smartphones um i think that even though it's not fully clear how phones affect our brains and even though there's a lot of space for future research uh more that's more decisive we i feel like especially i'm talking subjectively the scrolling and the staring at our phones has affected our attention span has affected how much we can focus on a task how long we can focus on a task uh, our thinking patterns, I, I feel like we don't rely on our brains anymore as much as we rely on our phones. Mm -hmm. As you said, for everything we look for, for uh, calculations, suggestions, I don't know, for now we have AI, chat, yeah. whatever. Jesus Christ, which is going to put me out of a job. Yeah. Out of a job that I don't have. Actually, a lot of universities started blocking it because students would write their whole assignments with uh with ai mm -hmm. and what does where does that leave us yeah, like yeah, nothing yeah. is 
natural anymore. We don't think for <coughs> ourselves. We rely on these machines that are that have become extensions of ourselves mm -hmm. to do everything for us. So it's no wonder that it will affect our brains. It will lower cognitive functioning, maybe intelligence as well. Um, there was a study that I read about um, in the journal of the Association for Consumer Research that found that the co uh, cognitive capacity was significantly reduced whenever a smartphone is within reach, even when the phone is off. Mm -hmm. So basically the study put, uh, the researchers put uh, three groups, uh, students that had their phone on the table while uh, taking a test, mm -hmm. uh, the ones that had the phone uh, in another room, and uh, the group that had the phone in their pocket. The ones that left their phone in another room uh, did got way better results than the ones that had their phone within reach mm -hmm. because uh, the second ones couldn't fucking concentrate to save their lives. Mm -hmm. And they the, the test wasn't anything specific, it was just general knowledge. Mm -hmm. Things we know from, I don't know, since birth I guess. So they failed at questions that are pretty obvious, that don't... Uh, don't require a certain level of intelligence or anything. They yeah, memorization just, yeah. or prior knowledge, more like uh, critical thinking. Yeah. Probably, yeah. So, yeah, phones fucked us up. We're getting dumber by the day. <laughs> um, oh dumber by the minute. Um, I don't know. I remember that I used to, before having a smartphone and having a, a GPS, I used to remember uh, places much more vividly, mm -hmm. places that I have been to many, many times. Now, even if I, uh, for example, this place where we're recording, mm -hmm. in the beginning I had been here like three times and I had to fucking uh, open GPS and somehow find the way back because I, my brain didn't uh, register it. So it was lost, that's it, because I used GPS, I didn't rely on my memory, and my brain wasn't working, because it knew that I will have my phone, I won't get lost. Yeah. So basically what I'm trying to say is that we don't use our brains anymore as much as we did before, because we don't have to. Literally, that's the thing, where um, I, I think I read this somewhere, that the brain is the organ uh, in your body that requires the most energy. So basically all the yeah. food that you ingest, um, all the oxygen that you breathe in, basically all of it goes to your brain in order to, uh, most of it goes to, to your brain in order to, you know, uh, keep you safe, to uh, make sure that uh, everything's going right and you're not in any sort of danger. But it makes sense why this this animal brain, because we are animals after all, um, is trying to do the most to alleviate the, the job that it has. So if you subconsciously know that you don't have to memorize the street because you have GPS on your phone, you're not going to bother remembering it. Yeah. Or uh, if there's a simple calculation that you manage to do in two minutes when you were in two minutes is a lot like 30 seconds when you were yeah. in elementary or high school now is gonna take you longer because you know that the impulse is right there to like reach uh, for your phone and just 
do it. Get it done. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing that I think we should talk about, and I, I wanted to ask you about mm -hmm. this. Um, I'm interested in how smartphone use has affected our sleep. Mm -hmm. And by extension, our, as I said earlier, attention, productivity, etc. Because I've noticed in myself that before I fall asleep, I need at least two rounds of whatever game I play on my phone. And like an hour of doom scrolling <laughs> and texting and watching whatever a video on YouTube before I actually fall asleep. And that usually takes up, I don't know worst case scenario of three hours before Jesus. I actually fall asleep mm -hmm. as I'm laying down yeah. so there's studies done on what uh, what the you know the light from the screen yeah, the uh, does to our brain apparently it disrupts your circadian rhythm which yeah. is basically the uh, biological clock that you have in your body that regulates uh, when it's nighttime when it's daytime yeah. how you're supposed to function exactly because we are uh, what was the opposite of nocturnal? Uh, I don't know, but basically we're um, animals that uh, function during the day. So yeah. we're supposed to rest at night. And that but we is... can't rest because of the phone, the melatonin. Uh, mm -hmm. The brain doesn't produce melatonin, which is the hormone that gets us to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they sell those at the pharmacy now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's wild because, uh, and I heard that uh, for um, in order to stimulate your body to you know sleep better at night, you're supposed to go out during the day. You're supposed to experience daylight in your life, yeah. just so you can your body uh, and can, also waste the energy you have in your body. Yeah, and your body can be aware of when it's uh, daylight, and yeah. you can be sort of in tune with. Uh, what the outside world is uh, exactly. at so that you can sort of uh, follow that pattern, that circle that of life. Yeah, that rhythm. Uh, and being stuck in a room with the only source of light being your screen, like whether that is a phone screen or like laptop or a TV screen, it's it's going to disrupt that because you're blind blindly unaware uh, of what's going on exactly inside. like you're in a vacuum lost like time and space living under a rock <laughs> <laughs> i think like uh, the most compulsive users of phone users always keep their phone at a clutching distance and i'm one of those people mm -hmm. because when i sleep I always have my phone uh, on my nightstand mm -hmm. and it, sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night because I want to drink water or whatever first thing I do like my eyes aren't even fully opened yet <laughs> I grab my phone it's a it's a muscle memory at this point yeah. I just reach for my phone I open it check if I maybe missed the most important happenings of the world <laughs> in those two hours of sleep that, that I was unconscious I scroll and then I go to sleep again with my eyes half closed and I think that's insane that has changed us in so many ways including our social lives social behavior interactions with other people in face or how do I say that face to face uh, interactions yeah yeah I'm uh, I think I mentioned that in the beginning but how do you think because um 
in regards to sleeping, I don't know whether it affects me that much because I'm not one of those people that can just play a movie or like a TV show on my laptop and like fall asleep to that. I think it has to do with like my, um, I don't know what sort of like mental condition it is. <laughs> Basically, I will pay attention to like uh, noises and sounds and like uh, voices that I hear. Um, but uh, unless I'm, you know, like exhausted, at which yeah. point you can like vacuum right in front of me and I'm still gonna pass out. <laughs> but <clears throat> I'm not one of those people that, you know, falls, falls asleep with their phone in their hands, thank God. No, me neither. Yeah. I think it, it annoys me. I know there's people who sleep with those ocean sounds for relaxation or whatever or like call me out <laughs> i will call you out because you listen to vacuum what was cleaner, it vacuum yeah. cleaners and hair dryers <laughs> are you insane <laughs> if i hear as much as a thud i'm wide awake not let alone i don't know falling asleep to some chakra music there i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but again you falling People asleep at different. the drop you falling is uh, you waking up actually at the drop of a pin is probably a trauma response that probably. i'm not responsible for <laughs> no but it is a hindrance whenever i like go places like on vacation or like i'm sleeping over at uh, people's houses because i will literally have to use my phone to play like a vacuum cleaner or like a hair dryer or something on youtube and fall asleep to that. It just helps. Are your the white... ears okay? <laughs> no! <laughs> We've established that no. <laughs> but, yeah. And in regards to, like, uh, social skills, um, do you think that it makes us more social, like, through all these apps that uh, we have on our phones? Or does it make us, um, you know, more... Isolated. Attached to it. Yeah, exactly. More isolated. I think um, the whole idea of smartphones and internet and social media and everything, I feel like um, the whole point in the beginning it was to give the illusion of connectedness. Mm-hmm. See, you could call people from the other end of the world and connect and interact and find the love of your life on Tinder or whatever. Mm-hmm. But actually what it's doing is... It's isolating us first from ourselves, from those around us, and from re- our reality at large. I feel like, I don't know, I've, it has definitely changed the way we interact with people and the world in general. Um, the fact that we have our phones in our pockets has made us almost addicted to documenting every single thing we experience Mm -hmm. uh, from birthdays to weird moments to I don't know highly curated insta dumps that I am guilty (laughs) of (laughs) Um, almost as if we seek validation for virtual virtual validation for our experiences it's like we don't believe that the reality we live in is our reality unless we document it and other people give us the validation that that is the reality i i went in too deep but what i'm trying to say is that we have to document it almost like the same you know pics or it didn't happen yeah right yeah 
Um, and that's fucking scary and insane. On the other hand, I think it's also affected our social behavior. Uh, we don't behave the way we used to in social situations and, and interactions. You know, heads bowed, scrolling to death. I've seen those people. No one truly cares about what's going on around them um, or the thing that's happening. Everyone is trying to get it on video. And this is something that even a layman can deduce. Mm -hmm. You don't need a degree or a government fund to research it. It's in front of our eyes. If someone forgets, if you, let's say you go to a coffee shop and everyone's on their phones and you see just one person who's not on their phone, now, if I saw that before, let's say 2018, I'd be like, wow, great. He or she is enjoying, or they are enjoying their time, mm -hmm. enjoying their coffee, everything is well in the world. But if I see that person now, I would probably think something like, they don't have battery, their phone died, and yeah. now they look like a psycho in a coffee shop. Because <laughs> everybody's surrounded by technology, they either use their phone, or they have their laptops, or they have other people around and they use laptops simultaneously because they have a meeting or something. Nobody goes out without their phones except boomers who don't use phones that much, you know? Yeah. Because they're like the forgotten generation. <laughs> Drag. <laughs> Drag boomers. Uh, yeah, that is scary. And uh, I was reading on a couple of things uh, or basically what smartphone addiction can look like uh, and basically what it does like when you're addicted to smartphones um, you can basically expect to see these sort of problem these sorts of problems in your life so basically you will have more virtual relationships or you will place higher value and importance on your virtual friendships and relationships yeah. as opposed to real life ones which um, I think it's important to and the good of smartphones is that yes they offer that uh, globalization that connection to people from the furthest uh, place in the world uh, and you can actually feel like you're not alone but at the same time um, it seems that if you forget the importance of uh, real-life interactions you're gonna have a hard time actually developing social skills and knowing how to behave uh, yeah. in like real life social interactions um, because a lot is lost through text and I don't know if you've had those moments where you have this sort of humor that you've curated and you express online but when you try that in real life mm -hmm. it just doesn't translate well you know it doesn't yeah. work or people think that you're actually serious when you're joking and you just get left with blank stares it's happened to me and that's when I'm like all right maybe maybe it's time I touch some grass <laughs> I think someone called it abbreviated English yeah probably <laughs> I don't know if uh, that's uh, the right term but I've noticed that um, with behavior and social interactions and everything language has changed as well mm -hmm. people talk in references we do that 
dude, the amount of time I have to go on Urban Dictionary to understand what no cap yeah. means or like based or whatever. And or I'm like, word. <laughs> uh. We talking references from TV shows, music or TikTok or whatever. And I think that's insane because there's a lot of beauty in knowing how to express what you actually feel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every person has the capacity to be creative in expressing their reality. And we've lost part of that because of Relying the fact that on. we don't use our brain, but also because it's become a trend to express yourself the same way everybody else expresses themselves. Mm-hmm. So there's like a virtual mold that if you don't fit in that mold, you're you're behind on your generation's trends and knowledge and whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's affected our creativity, but also how we feed our souls. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a void in all of us that a thirst that nothing can quench. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This was supposed to be a lighthearted episode. This was <laughs> Yeah, watch uh, ContraPoints' episode called The Hunger to basically understand what uh, what we're trying to say here. But yeah, it's wild. Uh, so apart For from real. Like, these <laughs> virtual relationships, um, there's also the problem of information overload. Do you get this? Like mm. when there's just... Uh, you're bombarded with information left and right. I think it. I had the worst case of this during quarantine, because mm-hmm. we were so isolated. I was in my room, twenty four hours a day, for two weeks on end. Couldn't mm-hmm. get out, and basically all you can do is just read, 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 watch, watch, watch. Ugh. I I think that's when I felt brain dead the most in these twenty four seats. 24 years of living. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know the TikToker uh, Brody Wellmaker? I think his name was um, mm-hmm. the guy who was doing like Twilight parodies, like doing the, the Bella with the eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah the <laughs> eyes and with the long hair. So basically, what happened with him is that he quit TikTok or like social media. Oh my god, in me general. too. <laughs> <laughs> Twins. <laughs> uh, but he quit TikTok and he made this really emotional uh, video saying that um, we laugh, we slide, we cry, we slide again, we laugh, and then we slide and we cry. And he was basically making making this argument where um, it's not normal to basically see something cute on your phone, like maybe uh, the cutest little puppy uh, licking yeah. a baby or whatever. And then the next post that you see uh, is uh, war-torn countries uh, dragging like casualties from the streets or things like that, and then the next post is another cute cat uh, running around funny. in the field. Yeah, yeah. it just—he uh, was like, "There's no way that that's what our minds are designed for," and I uh, really relate to that because. Um, once you see something that deeply affects you, and I'm I am one of those people where, w- if I see like graphic content, mm-hmm. I will literally shake, you know. Yeah. Um, and yet I. Which I, is I, a normal reaction. It, it is. Let's a normal put re- that yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a normal reaction to have. And then I see something else like that's completely unrelated, and 
that thing is uh, the prior thing is still burned uh, into my brain and i can't shake it you know yeah. like i'm supposed to laugh but my body is like oh wait but weren't we sad just a second ago yeah and it's such a weird thing to try to process so many emotions in a matter of seconds the brain gets confused obviously mm -hmm. and you also um you know we have a fucked up limbic system at this point <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but it doesn't look great, and I don't know, I, f I feel like um, there's a lot of contradicting information we get online. You get apps that get you hooked, but there are apps that teach you how to stay away from your phone, yeah. and I feel like that's... What are you trying to sell? <laughs> exactly. Why am I on my phone in the first place, you know? Why do I need this app to to stop myself from using my phone so much? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's yeah. sort of contradictory, you know, like when someone is saying, uh, stop the phone, you know, go outside, go in the sea, go, go touch grass. Look at like, me, this is not you! <laughs> uh, and it's like, okay, I appreciate the sentiment, but... But it's not giving. It really isn't. Um, okay, so we got virtual relationships, information overload, there's cyber sex addiction, which is pretty self-explanatory. Um, and it's wild because, again, uh, with the way technology is advancing uh, in like virtual reality yeah. um, <laughs> headsets, something Headset. like that, yeah, it's sort of scary how it can just replace something that is the most basic and carnal instinct uh, of uh, a living being, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then there are uh, online compulsions. Do you have this? So basically gaming, gambling, or like bidding on eBay? Or no. Thank God. I've That's the last thing I need. <laughs> can you imagine? No, but I know those people uh, that gamble uh, online and it's just the scariest thing because none of it is actually real you're losing money yeah. and you think you're gonna win but you're not uh, aware of how many people are actually playing and like how low your chances are yeah and it's the, it's the easy access that gets you hooked you know mm -hmm. you have it everywhere with you it's not like you have to get out of the house and go to the casino or like go to the nearest one which can be far away from your home mm -hmm. Now you have it on your phone, and that's messed up. Ugh. Yeah, I'm gonna age myself again this episode, <laughs> because uh, what I can relate to this is um, when we first got our computer, which was like 2003 or 2004, um, it was this... Uh, it was a pretty good computer, like, mm -hmm. I could play a lot of games in them, and my sister had to resort to lying to me when she would basically like uh, touch the the monitor mm -hmm. it, it, we didn't have flat screens back then so she would like basically touch the back of the monitor and she'd be like uh, the computer is overheating it might explode if you keep playing <laughs> and like i was so frightened by the fact that i may not be able to play these games again uh, again and i just surrender <laughs> and then just so she could use it huh? just so she could use it <laughs> of course and then a friend of mine in elementary school he was like uh, dude like that's a lot of bullcrap like how do you yeah. think uh, computers and like um, those internet cafes work like they work 24 7 I'm like 
you have a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember so, me and my siblings would fight over who played GTA the longest <laughs> or he, who used the the PC the longest because, come on, five children, everybody <laughs> wants to play. We would literally physically fight over it. God. Good old days. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, do you want to... We have some questions prepared, right? Yes. Do you want to get on with that? Yes, we can move on to that. Uh, okay, so uh, can I ask you the first one? Yeah, sure. Go on. Okay, so the first question is, um, do you feel the pressure to constantly document whatever it is that you're doing? No, this is very real. This is a real question. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I feel like uh, before I had it I had that compulsion much more than I have it now, uh, especially pre-quarantine times. Mm -hmm. uh, I would really, really try to take care of my feed, my stories, yada, yada, yada. But now, the more I grow up, the more it's like, plus with the, all the things I'm interested in reading, it's made me realize that it's not worth it and, you know, just be in the moment, be in the now, enjoy it for yourself, other people don't have to see it, you know? Mm -hmm. Unless it's something so amazing and I want to show the world, yeah. sure, but I don't post like I posted, I don't know, three, four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm less active, but I've noticed that um, I don't have the need to document it for other people to see, but I have to document it for myself because I've noticed that my memory isn't as sharp as it used to be. Mm -hmm. Dementia vibes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But I remember that pre-COVID, I have a lot of memories pre-COVID. I rem remember specific days, what I've done, what anyone said, blah, blah, blah. After COVID, I can't remember shit to save my life. So now I have to resort to taking pictures on Snap or on my gallery, whatever, just so that I know what I've done that day. Because I totally forget what I've done. Yeah. Nothing, nothing stays in my brain anymore unless I document it. And that's how I document them now. I don't document them for external validation. I document them because dementia. <laughs> <laughs> my God. But yeah, it does go to that, you know, like you're in a vacuum of basically yeah. time doesn't exist <laughs> it's just oh. it's all just one thing you know yeah fuck it we ball <laughs> <laughs> but many times i've swore swore run <laughs> i've sworn swore. <laughs> god we will have to bleep the whole show <laughs> okay so um fatos how does watching other people, whether it's your friends, foes, families, stories, make you feel? Do you usually just like the story, view the story? You don't have to like it. Just view the story and move on. Or view the story, like the story and move on. Or there's so much going on behind watching someone's story. Mm -hmm. Explain the process of yeah. your storage viewage. <laughs> storage viewage. <laughs> um, yeah, so the way I view my storage, <laughs> you know, but um, basically I, I used to have this problem before where um, 
I would have intense feelings of FOMO,、mm. like you know, fear of missing out. So I would view even. I maybe I didn't feel、uh, like I was in the mood to go out that、mm-hmm. night, but、uh, and I would stay、uh, at home and then I would watch stories. Again, this was pre-COVID, maybe、uh, early 2019, because I got late in the game of Instagram. Like I think I created my profile in 2017, I think,、mm. uh, and um, yeah, uh, whenever people would post things like that, I would just be like. Crap! Like, why am I not there? Why am I not posting?、Uh, I would feel this sort of envy that I'm not out there living my life、yeah. the way these people are. But、um, I took a sabbatical from、um, <laughs> from、uh, social media, social media、mm-hmm. and basically、um, deactivated my account、uh, in October 2019, and. Oh yeah, I remember that phase. Yeah, and I remember it, that it was, era. <laughs> it was wild because I just left. I didn't, you know, make a big deal out of it. Whatever.、Yeah. I just left、uh, again. I saw like something triggering for me, and I was like, "This needs to stop." Like I cannot.、Yeah. Uh, the toxicity. Yeah, yeah. The、uh, the toxicity coming from me. So oh, that, yeah, okay. That's good because I'm like. This is my phone. This is my internet. I pay for this. Like,、yeah. uh, my phone is not gonna make me feel like crap.、Uh, and I thought that the resolution at the time was to just deactivate my account. And、uh, basically, a year and a half later, I reactivated my account. Wow, consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.、Uh, and no, I made it a mission that until I found a new job,、um, I wasn't gonna. Reactivate my account, and once I did that, I think there was still a month,、uh, a month later that I'm like, all right, maybe now I can. Oh yeah. Because、uh, again, like at that point, I didn't feel the need. Yeah. And now that I'm back on social media,、um, it's much healthier than before. Like,、uh, whenever I see something that I don't like,、uh, I sort of.、Uh, Have a conversation with myself. I'm like, okay, what's what about this story is like triggering this and whatever. And if it's something that I can resolve, great. And if it's something that still like bothers me, I'll just mute the story because again, agency, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you、I、ever? I think that's healthy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I I do like my、uh, my social media presence now. I don't post a lot of selfies.、Uh, I don't post my food. Just, just that was、memes. the moment posting your food.、Yeah. What was that, dude? I had friends slap my hands when I was trying to eat a bite off my food because、uh, they were trying to like take the perfect picture or、oh, whatever.、Yeah. And like I had to be like、uh, get out of the frame just so that they could take a picture of my plate and theirs. And- I'm not against it. See, but only if the food it looks amazing, the plating. Is very artsy. There's some if there's something special going on with your meal, but if it's a random ass burrito, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to let the world know, you know.、Exactly. But we used to do that. I remember、uh, we used to take pictures of food and post them on our feed, not、mm-hmm. even a story. Yeah, yeah, an actual post. Yeah. Oh my god,、Cringe. we have grown as people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but have you ever done that? You know, like uh, taken uh, smartphone detox or like some time away from social media. I don't want to brag, <laughs> but I will. <laughs> <laughs>、uh, 
you know i've noticed that there's this uh, very um much like the hustle culture there's this other culture that, that it's like pushing everyone to extremes to do the uh the 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 detox from their phones or whatever their laptops etc and i feel like that's uh that's too extreme we don't work like that as humans for example i've seen videos of uh of youtubers saying um shut your phone down and put it in your i don't know fridge or whatever <laughs> and don't use it for a week and you'll see how your life will change we don't work like that we are not used to function to function like that i've done detoxes but they're they're always timed in a way that makes sense for me for example um i will i don't put myself i don't condition myself to do something i would be like I wake up and I say, okay, today I have a lot to do. I don't have the, uh, the luxury of using my phone as much or being on my phone as much. Mm -hmm. And so basically I wake up with that mindset so that I don't have the compulsion to use it all day. But if you if you make yourself do something, then your brain will, will, will uh, desire the exact opposite. If you say, I will wake up today and I won't use my phone, for eight hours that's never gonna work because mm -hmm. then your mind is gonna be fixated on not using it you will start obsessing over how much you're not using it and end up using it it's using it yeah. yeah it's the thing like don't think about a pink elephant yeah exactly what are you thinking about a pink elephant so it's yeah it it you're defeated before you've even begun yeah. uh the battle i don't I don't condone that either. You're, you're not supposed to do things. Okay, so I'm gonna stop using my phone now because that's what uh, is healthy for me. No, you need to be very specific. Why don't you want to use your phone? Yeah. Like, what's triggering? Dive deep in what makes you feel bad. Yeah, because again, like, if you're doing that, you're just following another trend which will do nothing for you because you're not understanding yourself. You don't understand what you need. Yeah. And yeah, again, it's mental laziness. You, you do whatever you're being told. Exactly. I think the only thing, uh, the only thing I've done that was cold turkey mm -hmm. was uh, quitting TikTok. Mm -hmm. uh, I opened my account um, three years ago when quarantine started. And I used it, well, not all the time, but most of the time for like uh, maybe two years on end. Ooh. And then uh, it was just scrolling. I didn't create content on mm -hmm. or anything. It was just scrolling. But I had the luxury of doing that because I was still doing my studies. So I had a lot of time when I didn't do assignments or anything. I would spend hours scrolling, sharing, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then one night, 18th, <laughs> <What fateful> <laughs> 18th of May, 2022, I was like, I am officially done. That's when my brain divorced TikTok. <laughs> I don't love you anymore. You don't love me anymore. This is toxic. We're not continuing this. We're through. And yeah, I can proudly say that it's going to be almost a year soon that I don't use TikTok. My God. Watch his reels all day. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. They're all the same app at this point. But yeah, you took off that ring and just threw it out. 
the pinky. <laughs> yeah, the pinky. Um, that is. The... Is your pinky okay? No, it's not. <laughs> Mine either. No, it's not. And uh, to prove it, I'm gonna take a picture and post it on our story. Yeah, just let's so, do that. Just so people Food can see. Food for thought. <laughs> <laughs> Food for thought and. Pinky for thought. Let's see if people can actually relate to this as well, because like there's a groove on my uh, pinky, uh, on my. Same. Uh, there's a dent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On my pinky. Literally, that has the exact same shape of my phone. Like yeah. it carries the the weight of. The We're changing phone. our DNA. Our children will be born with crooked pinkies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if evolution works that way, but perhaps, yeah. yeah but SZA? SZA? Can confirm? you say something about it? <laughs> what are the dolphins saying? <laughs> okay. um, I have a question for you. Thank you uh, very cause, much. Because <laughs> I uh, struggle with this. Uh, and again, it's completely my fault. Um, do you rage? Don't at... blame yourself. <laughs> if I don't, who will? Lots of people. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you rage at incessant notifications, like back to back to back? Uh, because I think people do that because they know that since we have our phones uh, everywhere with us, uh, they feel like they're owed uh, a reply, a, a reply, or our time. Uh. Does that? piss you off first of all i would like to announce that half if not more of the people i talk to on social media are muted until further notice <laughs> so if i don't actually open the apps and see that i have uh, messages and whatever i i have no clue what's going on with my phone because i don't get notifications it's good everything is muted mm -hmm. i want my peace of mind so i did that but about the replying thing, I think that, um, I have to be honest, I struggle with that. Mm -hmm. I have the, the, the need to get a reply immediately after I've sent the message. Because usually it's like something urgent. If I send you memes and you don't reply for a couple of hours, that's totally fine. But like if I ask you something and I need it urgently and you don't reply, I will go fucking crazy <laughs> and I'm the thing the fault is mine because I'm not a, a, a phone queen I hate talking on the phone it's the introvert in me <laughs> I would much rather send you a million texts than yeah. actually call and this could have been an email <laughs> moment <laughs> um, but yeah I, I struggled with that but then I realized what the the deal was so now I'm, I think I'm healing <laughs> <laughs> my god but yeah it's wild I I do have that need to you know smash my phone whenever I'm getting like uh, bing after bing after bing I'm like just stop Like just mute them I, yeah that's what I've started doing now like I usually put my phone in like don't disturb mode so that if someone wants to call me and it's important yeah. I won't miss that but like anything else and ooh, ooh, I have a bone to pick with people that send <laughs> messages, like one-word messages. I'm a paragraph queen. Like, I will write a novel there, yeah. on your DMs. <laughs> Literally, yeah, yeah, I love that. Just, yeah. But like those people, there is a circle in hell being added just for those. People. Yeah, I'm sure Dante thought of it. Yeah, Dante, oh wait, <laughs> if Dante was alive right now... Mm. 
would be 110 circles. He would be a guest. I'm <laughs> sure. We would discuss hell together. It would be <laughs> blimey. Along with Freud. And oh. Kant. <laughs> oh, Kant. <laughs> well, that sounded so wrong. <laughs> Emmanuel Kant. Emmanuel. Um, okay, I have a question for you now. Mm-hmm. Um, realistically speaking, being honest with ourselves and our listeners and the world, would you be able to live without your phone? And I'm not being dramatic Oof. as in like, oh, I'm, go- I'm yeah. gonna die if I don't have my no. phone. Would you be able to function properly without the smartphone? It would be an inconvenience, but yeah, probably. Inconvenience. An inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> British. <laughs> I want to be British. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it would make life harder. Because again, instead of like paying a bill uh, through my phone, like I would have to actually go to the bank or like to my uh, telephone provider um, and get those steps honey yeah and I would have to count them too because like my phone would be gone um, so I don't uh, I think it, it is dramatic for people to say that they can't live without their phone unless your job is you know answering calls or yeah. making calls but um, even then pigeons exist <laughs> just send, do. send a message with a pigeon um, yeah what about you I've actually considered switching to a flip phone. For the aesthetic. For the aesthetic. (laughs) I would bedazzle it just like a TikTok girly. My god. And then not use it. (laughs) No, no, I've actually considered it and I went to the mall, uh, I think it was two months ago. And I saw that the price was ridiculous. I was like, I can get this now if I truly want. But do I? <laughs> no, but I no, I actually have thought about it. But then I thought a little bit more. And I was like, you only live once. Why would you subject yourself to this kind of atrocity? Why do you hate yourself like this? Yeah. Because as much as these things are toxic to our brains, our mental health... I think it's still up to you to sort of manage that, you know? Yeah, but also, we're human, we're meant to suffer, we're meant to grow, we're meant to heal, we're meant to go through all these things in life, and I think smartphones are here for a reason, and I think that I am now contradicting this whole episode, (laughs) but no, I'm seeing that as much as uh, I would hate to be on my phone 24-7, I think it's a necessity at this point. And not that I wouldn't be able to live without it, but life would be much easier and much more practical with the smartphone I Mm -hmm. have at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it is uh, more practical and convenient because that's the way the world is. That's how they build. Yeah, that's Why are the... you built like a bus driver? <laughs> <laughs> that's how the cookie crumbles. Uh, so we asked the same question on our um, Instagram account. Yes. And we got some interesting answers. So basically the question was, uh, if your phone were to suddenly disappear, uh, what would you be doing instead? And the first answer was like, I would go bananas. <laughs> I, I can see this person climbing trees and just like <laughs> throwing feces at, on 
Feces. Feces. That's what monkeys do. They throw feces. Mm, cuckoo caca. Cuckoo caca, very much so. Um, and I we have three answers that are like I read same? a I'd read a book. Ooh. People are very into reading books. Great. Uh, yeah, one of them was very <laughs> passionate about it. But only if the phones disappear. Otherwise, we're not reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, people said uh, crying, which. Oh, yeah. I didn't know phones hindered emotional responses. <laughs> uh, they do uh, via distraction. <laughs> so basically, phone away, like tears flowing. Uh, someone said forage for berries. Oh, that's great! I would do that. Yeah. Would that's... you be Would you be a hunter or a gatherer? I would be. Both. I would integrate both of those things in myself. Hmm. <laughs> Why not? Oh my god. It's yeah. fun to hunt, it's fun to gather, and then it's fun to have all of that for yourself and share it with nothing else. <laughs> A modern day cave woman. <laughs> okay, so one of them, uh, one of the answers was like, I would poop faster. Um, oh. Yeah, have you thought of, do you take your phone with you to the bathroom? Yeah, as much as I hate it. Because, oh. like, yeah. The bacteria of it all. Yeah, yeah. My God. Uh, another uh, answer was like, "What am I supposed to do?" I don't know, user. What do you want to do? Let's say your phone goes away. This episode ends. You rate us five stars on Spotify. You like <laughs> us on YouTube, and your phone goes away. What? What will you do? Maybe you will take a stroll. Enjoy cherry blossoms. I don't know. Do something. Work out. Stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone said play video games on PC, which obviously missing the point. <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah. This, these are some of the responses that we got. Someone said laugh hysterically until I start crying. Again, two criers. <laughs> two criers. I bet they're water signs. <laughs> <laughs> My God, probably. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I would react. I, it, it would probably be a shock to, you know, not have your phone and not be able to have a phone at all. But you would, we would adjust. I feel like we would adjust. We would play pretend for a while, yeah. give crazy vibes, but then we would get over it and move on to better things. I would definitely start singing in public. Like, <laughs> in, instead of listening to music, I would literally just sing. Because I don't have an MP3 player, I don't have a Walkman, I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> I would just sing. Like, I used to do this during quarantine when we were supposed to wear masks all the time. Like, cool. I would literally like, like spitting bars and like no one Please. would see. And. I hate Bring I... masks back. <laughs> no. no, please. We're not no. manifesting that. <laughs> but yeah. That's a wrap, isn't it? That is a wrap for this episode. Uh. So yeah, the takeaway from this episode is that uh, as soon as you finish listening to it, uh, giving us a five-star rating on Spotify, liking us on YouTube uh, and Instagram, following spreading us, the word, spreading the word of cunt, uh, turn off your phone and go for a walk, you know, take a long bath while listening to Enya someplace Or Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Minaj is more of a shower girl, you know, like when you're standing up and just like going at Performing. it. Performing. Yeah, but yeah, treat yourself to yourself and not to pixels Period. on your phones. 
so yeah that's it so yeah now we will go on and edit for like what two hours we will still be on our phones but don't listen to us go do your thing exactly go do your little detox do as i say not as i do <laughs> yeah Thank you, you for listening, and we promise nothing, as we've always not <laughs> promised. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, not the place to look for consistency, so... Thank you very much. Bye. Bye-bye.